Welcome back to Box the Box. It's Reza and Alex. Hi, Alex. I I was trying to think of a way to say hi, but I couldn't think of one. So hi, hi. Uh, there are thirteen days left. Yes. Wow, I guessed. Uh, thirteen days left to the Premier League. Uh, life will once again have meaning, and weekends will now be uh, <laughs> important and valuable, uh, and not just uh, mindless weekends of open w- space w- and time. And waking up at ten a.m. Eastern time. Waking up at ten. I just realized that um, if you live in L.A., you have to wake up mad early. Seven thirty games. Or not four thirty. So it's four thirty. Seven. Seven and. Uh, like nine thirty. That's crazy. The after the late games are nine thirty a.m. for them. Ugh. Anyhow, um, anyhow, we are doing. Um, we're gonna do a a fantasy Premier League extravaganza. Uh, we are super excited to get off of fantasy Premier League. Yes. Com. There's a reason why. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're gonna break down sort of what we're doing uh, in our own little group of, of friends and family. Uh, the points, we're going to do a first round top 10 and then look at some sleepers for this year who we think are sort of going very, very low in the draft. Uh, and then looking at uh, Sheffield, Norwich, and Villa, uh, the three promoter teams, and we're going to pick one player from each as sort of the standout uh, from that team that should be on your team. And lastly, just some tips and tricks that we've uh, picked up along the years. Love it. So, we've done fantasy for seven years. Yeah, probably. Six years, seven years. Uh, we did, okay, so we did Fantasy Premier League twice before we went into And when we say Fantasy Premier League, we mean... Uh, Just in general. The, the Oh, I thought you meant like FantasyPremierLeague.com. No, 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 no. FantasyPremierLeague.com we did... For the first two or three years. For the first two years, and then... And then we moved to and Toga. Toga blessed us for three years, and then we moved back to Pan- Fantasy yeah, Premier League times. for one. And now we are at Fantrax. Fantrax. So Fantrax, I found not sponsored. For not this. sponsored. You can sponsor us if you want. Uh, Fantrax is the home of fantasy sports, and they do it for a lot of sports. Some of them I don't even know how you do fantasy, but they do it for football. <laughs> like what? Uh, I'll get to that. Football, soccer, college football, hockey, basketball, golf. College basketball, baseball, NASCAR, and indie car. <laughs> so for all you <laughs> fantasy goers for NASCAR, um, you can do that. But no, it's a super customizable uh, platform where you can do sort of like diff- like you can customize everything, like your rules, your point systems, what days the waivers clear. That's the it's the commissioner's job. Which yeah, is you. That's me. The commish, Commissioner Gordon. Uh, how free agency works, what formations are allowed. You can even like block out team. If I wanted no Arsenal players this year, I could do that. Okay, but I'm not going to. I'm going to take them. Also, I just got my banana bruised banana kit for this upcoming season from Arsenal, and I got Aubameyang on the back with a Premier League patch, and I love it. And then, if you ever want to visit someone, make sure you visit Rwanda. Visit Rwanda. Thank you, visit Rwanda for sponsoring this video. It's not a video. It's a podcast. <laughs> but no, it's a super it's a super customizable platform. And we spent like, I think like a month just looking at the, the stats that we want to track and sort of how much they're worth. 
yeah, and they, ha- and they had a version that you can be basically like copy off of Toga, but which is what we did. But we just added. We added to because we thought there were some that um would be interesting. Would be interesting. So maybe a uh, perfect segue to, to those that. stats. Yeah. So do you want to start goalkeepers or outfielders? We're not going to go through all of them. There's like we'll do like the main ones, and we'll do like the additions that we made. Yeah. So I think let's start with the goalkeeper. Get them out of the way. Uh, goalkeepers. I think Toga had uh, obviously clean sheets, uh, saves, saves, uh, goals and assists. A couple things that I'm really excited about are uh, clearances. So things like um, punches, things like uh, punches and uh, catches. Catches. Where's catches? I don't see it. High claims succeed. Is that it? Yeah, that's the one. High claims succeeded and catches. So this, and I'm sorry, and punches. I think that the, what we, what I try to do is actually like you look into like the like you the it's goalkeeper super, itself. It's now. super in depth. So like if you have go- like for example like Almunia, like love that man. He had punches for like yeah for days. But it's basically we wanted to make it as realistic as possible, but also taking into the Making players that sometimes in other pointing systems wouldn't be valuable, valuable. What else do we have? Um, oh, the whole debate about like when a player takes a penalty, is it a miss or is it a save? And who gets the it's points? It's a or miss when it's off target. And it's a save when it's on target. But we've yeah. actually given uh, the goalkeeper points for saving. Wait, actually, I, I don't remember this. Did we make the... Like if a player m- gets saved, do they lose points for that? Uh penalty kick missed yes so even if you if even so if, if it's a, a save if a player scores a penalty they get some points if a player misses the penalty or gets saved so they lose points one or the other yeah but this way we we basically accounted for all those different occasions uh what else for the goalie uh if you score a goal it's 15 points autom- yeah, it's automatic like, w it's like double like it's like double the points for an outfield player which is fair because it never happens yeah and then we also added a win bonus uh, I like that. Which I know in FPL, they used to have like the overall bonuses, which like you get three points, two points, and one points, mm-hmm. which is really annoying because it always happened like two hours after the game ended. But we added a point bonus, a win bonus, sorry, um, just to take into a, just to add one more factor of like the players you pick. Because usually, like, you just pick a random goalie from like right. a relegated team and you'll never get clean sheet bonuses, but you'll always get like saves and stuff. Mm hmm. But uh, the win bonus now makes it a little more interesting. Also, to go into that Fantasy Premier League bonus system, basically all the stats that we're Im- implementing into this league is that is bonus that bonus system. system yeah. It's just that we're actually using. They it. never. They, they never, never. They just put it for that bonus point thing. Yeah, it was really which annoying. was max three points. We're doing all kinds of points. No, uh, let's look at outfield players now. So. A couple new things, accurate crosses, aerials one, accurate passes, blocked crosses. Blocked crosses? Is that yeah. for defenders? Or uh, is it for outfield? It's just for, I mean, obviously, yeah, for defenders. So if you block a... You can block a cross, you can block a shot, dispossessions we're giving them ne- negative points for. Right. Um, hat-trick bonuses we brought in. Ooh. So that's an extra point for hat-trick bonuses, so certain players uh, there. Aguero. Uh, shot off the post because yes, thank God. In Toga, a shot on target was always two points, but the post and Didn't the crossbar never po- never counted as uh, on target. On target, so we've given now we have shot on target, which is still at two points, but then we but shot off the post, which is point five. 
else do we have here? Uh, errors led to goal. Effective clearances. Key passes is the same thing we brought from Toga. This is one of my favorite stats. I always say I want my goal was to make player like defensive midfielders valuable because it was always like yeah your forwards all your defenders would be wing backs basically like mm-hmm. you would like in FPL I would always play the three four three okay all my three defenders would be like left and right backs and not because they backs. brought the most points because they can have a, a, like, see now center backs are useful because like aerial duels they aerial duels blocked cross block shots um, effective clearance all those kind of things interceptions interceptions. Yes. What else? Uh, moving down the line. Uh, we introduced the second yellow cards. Uh, that was a new thing. Oh, so, so so it's different from straight reds, right? Yeah. So if you get a yellow, so basically, if you get, uh, we basically said that a second yellow is less bad than a straight red. So a straight red card is <laughs> I, minus. I like how you just put less bad. Yeah. yeah. So a straight red is uh, negative eight points. But then uh, a yellow card we made negative uh, one, because also when Talga was negative three, I think, and that was seemed really hard. A yellow, a first yellow card. Yeah. So what are we making it? We're making it negative one. Uh, okay. It's like a little. It's hey. the same thing as FPL. Really? Yeah. But Talga was negative three. Yeah. Or negative two. You might change that. Uh no, because I think a yellow card is like, hey, just mm, be careful. <laughs> like just <laughs> got my eyes on you. And then uh, what's the second, second yellow? Second yellow is negative four. So you get negative mm, five in total. That's a dent. Uh, but yeah, I think so. If you, get a, if you get a red card from two yellows, that's negative five. If you get it from a straight red, it's negative eight. Uh, but everything else is the same. Successful dribbles, key passes, um, uh, assists. Uh, we have goals for midfielders. Oh, sorry, goals for defenders. Oh, yeah. Can, so uh, it's different points for each position, right? Yeah, I'm trying in terms to of goals. find it. Uh, 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 so goals we have six for. Actually, we only have goals. What? Yeah. Goals, and then we have clean sheets for defenders and midfielders. But we only have goals. I think we put goals across the board as six points. Hmm. We may want to change that. We can look into that. Yeah. We should make the defenders get more points for goals. Anywho. Wait, wait don't, we do, don't we do it for, like, uh, different positions and not just outfielders? Because in that, in that, it says outfielders and then just goalies. Oh, 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 oh. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, okay. So, defenders, uh, goals are nine points. Uh, midfielders are seven, forwards are six. Uh, is it all? But the assists are the same. The assists are not the same. Assists for uh, defenders are six, and then for midfielders and forwards, it's uh, four. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Um. So what I else? Think let's, that's kind of it. Those are the, the basically rundown. We basically took it from we took Toga as like a as a as the foundation and right. start breaking down sort of what um, what stats we felt like weren't needed, and then we brought in a couple new ones, like all the uh, blocks cross, block shots. Uh, I think we brought in passing accuracy or like passes completed. We do. Or something. We d- yeah. Every pass completed is like point one. So like 
Jorginho, I'm pretty sure, uh, completed the most passes. So he'll be relevant. He would be, be relevant. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, what else did he do? Not much. But then uh, looking at the top 10. So we have 10 people in our league of uh, friends and family. And I think we basically put together our combined. Mock, uh, b- between myself and Alex, we put together our top 10. Uh, first round mock. So who we mock think, draft? Yeah, who we think is going to go in the top ten, or at least in our opinion, uh, and why? So the first, uh, our first pick was Mr. Raheem Sterling. Raheem Sterling, and I'm just going to my stats because it was actually interesting to see. So Sterling went average uh, for this year. For this year, he was averaging basically third pick. Really? 2.89 was his average draft position, which is pretty interesting. But uh, off of points, he was like fifth. So Last year? Six, yeah, 616 points. and uh, So it's Van Dyke, Pogba, Salah, Doherty, and then Sterling. I love that Doherty was in fourth. He like finessed his way into the top four. But I, I think we picked Sterling basically just, I think City's team, they haven't added a whole lot of players. I think they apart from added Rodrigo, Rodrigo and then maybe a couple other and like Angelina. small. Yeah, that's it. Uh, their team is pretty much the same, and I'm expecting them to sort of pick up where they left off. And I just think starting is so involved, and I think his confidence is only getting higher and higher. And it's I think last year was really his sort of breakout year in terms of like how much responsibility he took on. It wasn't just like Aguero and yeah, what used to be like Aguero, Otamendi, and like Yaya Toure that's like running the whole team. So same with Bernardo Silva. But no, Sterling was our uh, number one pick. Uh, second, we have Salah. Mohamed Salah. Mohamed Salah, he uh, is averaging first this year in yeah. fan tracks. So his average draft position is 1.7. Keep in mind, this is like a combined top 10, so maybe one of us can... Make it happen? Well, one of us can switch positions on the day of the draft. Oh, yeah. We made drafts... Uh, Trade position. Uh, we can oh, trade yeah. draft positions as well. So like, if I'm if I end up getting first, you can trade. Alex down. is like tenth, and we both agree that he wants one specific player, and I'll trade him my position for his tenth yes. and eleven picks. Also, a good thing about um uh fan tracks. So with fantasy Premier League, we did the draft version of it last year instead of the regular version where you just pick a team where you have a hundred million, uh, and you just pick fifteen players. 15 players? It's no, it's it's 16. Two, it's two keepers, three strikers, five. Uh, no, just six, to think of it as 11 players and then five on the two, bench. Two, six, six, three. How do you, what's that up to? 17. Six. 16. It's 16 players. It's 11 and then five on the bench. No, it's four on the bench. It's a goalkeeper and then three on the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're that's right. So that's fifth. 15. Yeah, okay, so yeah. 15. 15 players and you have 100 million. That's We didn't do that one. We did the draft. And the with the draft, uh, when you want to pick up players, you can only pick up players in that certain position. So, like, like let's say, obviously, this is hypothetical, but let's say we want to uh, drop De Bruyne, like, because he was injured last season, and he was a midfielder, and you wanted to pick up Bernardo Silva as another midfielder, you would have to do that. You can't pick up De Bruyne for Aguero, who's a forward. Yeah. Whereas for this, you can do that. You can have different numbers of. Uh, you don't have to I have a, a just, certain I amount. I think you just need a minimum. 
Exactly. As long as you have like three defenders, you can just only have three defenders, and your bench your bench can yeah. basically be all like midfielders and forwards. Yeah. No, I think it's a lot. I mean, that rule is so stupid. It's a anyway. lot more flexible. Yeah. Uh. That was uh, but yeah, basically Salah. I think same with Sterling. You could swap them zero easily. signings for Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool have signed, I think, only one guy. Um, Who from? You think the the redhead? He's like huh? seventeen. He's like a seventeen year old defender. I'll check later. No one, I think, significant for their first team, uh, and they also didn't sold anyone. So I think again, just like uh, uh they sold Moreno. You're right. Yeah. Again, no one significant for the first team. <laughs> no, but I think basically between Sterling and Salah, it's. Either or could have sort yeah. of won. Uh, third, and keeping with Liverpool, uh, Van Dijk, Vigil. who was the number one points from last season. From last season with 732. Deservedly so. He's averaged 14th in the draft. So that's, that's, that's like a second round kind of guy. Like fir- like a first pick in the second round, basically. Yeah. So like if we had 10 people, he would go whoever's fourth, fourth pick would get yeah. him on the other on, on the, on the, other side i think it's pretty low but i think my strategy is always and we'll get to like my like basically like our strategies and thinkings later but my strategy was always to have one marquee guy in each position interesting I you don't want to go stacked in one position well i don't know we'll get we'll, you want to we'll, spread it we'll out get to this later but i think i, I mean obviously if defenders van dyke was the most i want to learn your strategy <laughs> I want to know what you're doing for next week's draft. Or maybe it was my strategy last year. Ooh. Flip flop. <laughs> Crisscross. Crisscross. <laughs> you said flip flop. There are flip flops right there. Um, but no, Virgil van Dijk, third, I think, by easily the best defender. Yeah, definitely the best defender. Uh, and I'm just looking up to see who was the next best defender. And it was between uh, van Dijk, Doherty, Dinier, and then Robertson. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean,. It's because they get a lot of assists, yeah, and uh, they also dribble a lot, so they probably get dribbles completed as well. Dribbles as defenders, completed, crosses completed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They they do that a lot. I mean, Ashley Young, I not re- so much. Dinier was like he's like a feisty left back too. Yeah, of course like he was he, a, like he, probably after Robertson, like he was a top three left back last year. Yeah, definitely. Shaw, Luke Shaw. Uh, That's why I said three. Yes, uh, fourth. This one was interesting. So we had a couple players uh, to to choose yes. from. But uh, this guy's, I think he's going to get a little overlooked in our draft, I think. Uh, but it's uh, Mr. Kevin De Bruyne. I think. And he's back he's from He's going to step it up. I it, think it, it's just It's just a problem to. with, like, it's just a question mark on his uh, fitness, basically. He's been killing it this year so far in preseason. But obviously, it's, it's just I think even, even the games he came in, he played okay. It was just no, every time he, every time he played a full ninety, he would yeah kill it. But that's that he barely played uh, yeah. last season. But if you but like looking at um, I'm just I'm just looking at sort of all the players by draft position, average draft position. Where is he? Seventh. That's fair. And Salah, Sterling, and Kane each had sixteen, eighteen, and fifteen points per game, and De Bruyne only had twelve. So given the games that he played, he still played. Yeah, and some really of them he really actually good. also came on as a sub. Yeah. But no, I think um, I think him coming in uh, in that system and basically again where they left off, I think I think he's gonna kill it. He's gonna and come back to the, like the year. Where yeah, yeah, the, two the years year before. Ago. Yeah. Uh, number what is this? Number one, five. two, three, four, five. Um, we went with Aguero. 
Just a, I think that's just a safe pick. Not even a safe pick. The guy's gonna score like he's. He also always scores one like five goals in one game. Like uh, there's always I, one when, game where he goes off. When I meant by safe pick, like he's not gonna be first, but at the same time, you know what you're gonna get. You out know of you're him. getting. You're gonna get like eighteen to twenty two goals a year. That's very specific. Yeah, I mean it's it's facts. It's facts. You're yeah. gonna get eighteen to twenty two goals a year. Yeah, there's like a he would always have like a dry spell for like five games, and then he would just score four and goals. The th- and I think for Liverpool and City, those front threes are so like interchangeable that the number of assists you're gonna get as well. Yeah, um, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I know for a fact that obviously the wingers have more uh, assists. But I just think that team is so dynamic that this is not even necessarily that it's not necessarily true that like Aguero scores all their goals or like he's their front line. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, another thing, um, there are certain players in in the Fantasy Premier League uh, app or uh, the uh, the platform that we used last year where some players were midfielders and in in fan tracks are actually uh, forwards. So Salah is a forward. Sterling is a forward. I, I'm pretty sure they were both midfielders in Fantasy Premier League. Mane is a forward. Uh, let's see. Um... There, there must be others, uh, but those like those are the main ones that like. It was inaccurate. Yeah, yeah, they like, and it can work in your favor, but. Well, it, th- it worked in the favor in fancy Premier League because you get more points as a midfielder yeah. for a goal, but, I think this is good because w- I I would consider wingers as forwards. Don't you agree? Yeah. No, wingers are forwards. Yeah. So, but they m- were midfielders. Yeah. Uh, anything else for Aguero? No, that's a solid. Also, uh, Zaha is a forward as well. I'm pretty sure he was a midfielder. Yeah. Uh, number six. I don't think he's gonna have. I think he's gonna have a good season. I think I he's don't gonna. <sighs> okay, this is where where we have a disagreement. I think he can honestly be the uh uh player of the year. He can be top. Uh, yeah, player of the year. He can be a nominee definitely. And this is Sadio Mane, because. Every year that I've watched, because I had him last year, and I had him the year before that. No, sorry. So I had Mane last year. The year before that, I had Salah. And then the year before that, I had Mane when it was his first year at Liverpool. Right. Every season, he's improved. I I think he's just going to keep going like that. Do you think the him playing all the way through the summer is going to have an impact early no, on? No, absolutely not. Because, I mean, like, Alexis Sanchez, when he was in his prime with Arsenal. Was doing was Copa America things? He was... Playing every minute, every like with Chile and yeah, there was like a four year, and he was still banging it. Yeah, so I think Mane, I think he will actually miss the first game of the season, um, because he's not. I don't think he's reported back to training yet, but he will. I think he will do as good, if not better, than Salah. Interesting, in my opinion. Uh, number seven, I wanted him to be pushed a little higher because again, he's guaranteed twenty plus goals a season. Yes, and, and I think he has scored twenty plus goals a season for the last. Three seasons, four, I think. Three or four, Sir Harold Kane. Sir Harold Kaneth the third. Um, I he's he's such an overlooked and on he is he's he's he was at first he was underrated. The okay. first season he scored twenty goals. He's like, oh yeah, there's never gonna. There's well, n- we we all said he would be a one season yeah. wonder, and, and then, then it he- happened again and again, and and it well, turned out to sort of. However, uh, same with Aguero, he gets injured quite a lot, especially with the ankle. Every season when he's out, he's out. Yeah, basically. But there's no. But again, I mean, how many game, how many games did he miss last year? Only at the end of the year, a he fair missed. fair few. 
Uh, I'll I'll double check, but go on. Nothing. I was just gonna say that. Um, again, he's. I think he's just like Aguero. The two are, I think. Uh, he played twenty eight, so he missed ten. It's a lot. Yeah. It's uh, like a. Th- like Aguero so usually like misses a lot, and he played thirty three. He only missed five games. How did you see that? You click on the player, and it says games played. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, like De Bruyne, he played nineteen, but I'm pretty sure some of those were fun off fact, the bench. Fun fact: Van Dyke only got one yellow card last year. Really? Yeah. Against who? Uh, I don't know. Uh, moving on. He had more yellow cards though than dribbles past him. The man on the back of your shirt. Yes. Abomiang. Um. At eight. At number eight. Uh, eighth overall draft pick. We said Abomiang, and let's just see where. So he was golden boot last year. Golden boot, three way tie. He's averaging seven point three. For uh, ADP, so uh, at average draft pick. Uh, around the same as De Bruyne. Pretty much around the same as De Bruyne, averaging 12 points a game from last season. And again, I it's interesting they're all... I didn't want it to be this way, but they're apart from De Bruyne, our top sevens all... Our top eights all forwards. No, and Van Dyke. And Van Dyke. Yeah, you're right. But, th- I mean, they're the, they're the best players. They're the, yeah, they're and Aubameyang... It's going to be interesting to see because I don't know where he's going to play. He's obviously Yang? Yeah, I don't know if he's going to play out on the wing or up top with Lacazette. I don't know why you don't play. I guess it's because you don't have wingers to play in the wings, but... <coughs> Pepe. <laughs> I don't know why you don't play Lacazette and Aubameyang up top. Well, I mean, like, what formation... Well, we did la- We did last year at the end. We played a 3-4-1-2, but that's d- we're not playing three at the back anymore. So we're probably just going to play 4-3-3 or 4-2-3-1. And play Lacazette up top with Aubameyang on the wing, yeah, and it's been working. I I watched the premier uh, the preseason matches, and it, he's been doing great. Yeah, no, I think it's interesting. I think um, I didn't expect him to score that many goals last year. I did. I predicted he would be top scorer, and he did become that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number nine, uh, again from Man City, Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva, who again is a little low. In fan tracks. This is an interesting one because last season he sort of came in for De Bruyne and he sort of stayed in his, stayed in the starting 11. Yeah. I think he's going to replicate what what he did last year. I don't think he'll have as good of a season, but I think he's worthy of a first round pick. I was also surprised to see um, him. I know there's like slightly different positions, but between him and Sané. Him and Sané, yeah. Because he really just. Well, I mean, out of well, Man City plays a four-three-three, and he, I know uh, Sané's usually on. Sané's on the left wing yeah. with Aguero and Sterling on the other side, yeah. whereas Bernardo Silva plays with Fernandinho and De Bruyne. Probably. Yeah, I know. But no, he's uh, in fan tracks. He's averaging around thirteenth, so that's yeah, pretty so much second early round. second round as well. Uh, and he's considered a midfielder, which is yeah, that's fair. He's not a forward because it's Sterling and Sané and Aguero. No, he wasn't. He was playing in the midfield. He's not a forward. He's not a forward. Debatable. I I I think they got it right. To me, he seems. I I when I think of Bruno Silva, I think of a right wing. I, I think right wing. Th- that's FIFA. He's not a right. He's a center. He's a midfielder. He's a right center mid. Sure. He's like where like would you like would you consider Coutinho a forward? I guess it is like the FIFA. 
messiness of it. It's I I see what like what where Coutinho played but like the, his last season at Liverpool is what is where Bernardo Silva. Plays. Yeah, it's very attack. It's very like a very attack-minded. Yeah. Uh, midfielder, central midfielder. Yeah, or right midfielder. And last, uh, lastly, uh, Pogba. Okay, I th- this is a bit controversial because like uh, we don't know what his mind is going through right now. Yeah. But last year, I mean, like that's the same thing, and he was second in points. Yeah. After Van Dyke. Uh, and I bet you probably all those points came in uh, <laughs> during the Solskjaer early Solskjaer yeah. era. But uh, yeah, no, I think, I think he's, he's gonna get you everything basically. He's gonna get you a little bit of everything. It really Goals, depends. Assists. It really depends on how he um, performs. How he performs, but right now, so he was second in points behind Van Dyke. He was second in points per game behind Van Dyke, mm-hmm. but he's coming in at twelfth. Yeah, I mean, like it's different this year. So, I mean, do you think people are focusing more on forwards? No, I don't think so. I mean, besides, like. Our first round's full of forwards. After the first uh, two rounds, there's not going to be that many forwards. I remember last year. Last year, I I stacked my midfield. My best forward last year was Mitrovic. So like, there's a very limited amount of good. There are very low. Yeah, good forwards. If you look at so right now, I'm just going through um, fan tracks. Top ten. You have Salah, Sterling, ha- uh, Kane, Mane, Aguero, and Aubameyang. So that's their, that's their top six. Okay. All forwards. All forwards. And that's really it. After that... And then you got... You're looking at Firmino, Lacazette, Zaha, Son, Vardy. I would, I would call that like your... Second tier. Second tier. B tier. So, if you want like a top... There are not that many forwards left. Exactly. After that. Um, but I'm excited because we usually do 12 people and this year we're doing 10. So, the teams will be so better. So, the teams will be better and the sort of quality will be... Equally spread, um, and there are not that many injuries. Why did I think that last year there was kind of dealing with more injuries and stuff? Like who? I don't know. I just feel like there's usually more factors that go into. Oh, because World Cup. Yeah, maybe that was it. Uh, what's next? Sleepers. I like it. Our top this, five sleepers. This was interesting. So we read a couple things, and then we also just from our own experiences. So I had. Three of these players uh, two seasons ago in my last season, Leo Togo? Togo. Yeah, well, uh, one of them, one of them is wasn't in the se- wasn't in the Premier League two seasons ago. Should we go with him first? Who? Oh, well, yeah. Well, I'm saying okay. DM. What? DM. No, no, no. The one below him. Oh, okay, sure. Sorry. But both of them actually. Yeah, true. Okay, you start. Okay, well, so I was saying three was the other three. Oh, really? Yeah. You had okay, okay. <laughs> that, that's, I was so, I was so oh, confused. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, let let me go with mine. Sure. So we so Rezo went with three. I you, went with well, we kind of agreed on all of them. I just didn't know about one of them. Okay, I'll go with that person sure. first. Okay, so my my first one is Dwight McNeil of Burnley. He's considered a forward in in fan tracks. He came into the second half of the season and he played as a winger. He's definitely their best attacking player in terms of wing. He took over Goodmanson's uh, position. Uh, he's a very good crosser. He can cross it into Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes. He can also uh, he scored a really nice goal last year. I forgot who it was against. I want to say Watford, but I might be wrong. But he, 
also a lefty. Ha- has to be Love a lefty. Love uh, We're both lefties. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I really like the way he plays. He makes Burnley actually exciting to watch. <laughs> Which is rare. Very difficult to do. Uh, so um, I forgot what his ADP is actually. I'll check right now. Uh, his ADP average draft pick, if it can load, is a hundred and three. So that's like, like early tenth like round, or yeah, tenth round basically. So that's like a, your last starter basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a forward. Um, so last year he a- so last year he averaged twelve points per game. That's pretty good. good. That's really good, in my opinion. I think he's an underrated forward. Had a total of two hundred forty-eight points, and this so so last season he's he, one of those. How many games did he play? So he only played twenty-one. That's well, considering what'd you say? You said Kane played how many games? Twenty-eight. He played twenty-eight. Compared to, I mean, exactly. In, in retrospect, it's it's a it's a pretty significant amount of games. He's one of those guys that I would keep on my bench and just play him when he plays or when he starts. So, yeah, like, I mean, because, see, I'm looking at, like, the game. How many goals did he score or how many goals and assists? Uh, He had, not, he started 19 games, scored three goals and assisted five. That's pretty not good. Bad. For a team like Burnley? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I, I and, and he's going to get more playing time because he didn't start in the beginning of the season, and now he will. Uh, Yeah, that's that's our first sleeper. Second sleeper, uh... I used my waiver, my very first waiver experience, uh, Serge Aurier. Oh, yeah. From Totten, Spurs. Uh, what's his face is gone? Uh, Kieran Trippier. Trippier is gone, and I think it's up between Aurier and uh, Kyle Walker-Peters, Walker Peters, who also could have been in sort of between them two, the sleepers. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had a pretty quiet year last year. Only played uh, eight games, and I think well, I he mean, averaged twelve points per game. Yeah, That's and he's really uh, averaging twelve points a game. Around it said sixty six percent of people um, drafted him. Drafted him, and he's averaging ninety fourth. So that's around so ninth round, na- around the ninth round. But yeah, I just think he's a guy that um, you can easily pick up, and again, play him when he plays. But I think dep- he'll get more playing time. I think it's going to be more him than Kyle Walker Peters. I mean, obviously more I senior, agree. but I, he could easily be Tottenham starting um, right back. And you're looking at a lot of clean sheets, looking at a lot now of the Now the thing is, the, the Tottenham is is um, uh, they are targeting a new right back to replace Trippier. So let's say if they do, it depends. Again, it depends. Yeah. We're still a couple weeks out, but I think it's as of the teams, as of the, how the teams stay now. Uh, next up, you, uh, should I go with, who do we have? you go, yeah. Uh, should I go with D book? Not Devin Booker. Uh, oh, oh. okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. David Brooks, um, breakthrough season last season. Yeah. Uh, he, ha- he was nominated for young player of the year for Bournemouth. He stayed with them, which I'm happy about. They have a nice young core with him. Cal Wilson, uh, Ryan Frazier didn't leave and, uh, Joshua King. Uh, he's averaged to go around 65. Uh, that's pretty high. So that's pretty high. It's, I think he, uh, out of the five we have, out of the five sleepers we have, he's definitely the highest pick. Yeah. Um, I honestly would go much higher than that. He's, really? Yes, I would. Uh, I would go like late fourth round, maybe even, that's or fifth. 
pretty early. I know, but he's really good. I watched him, and no, he, I wa- you, I had him. So yeah, I know. So like, I mean, yeah, you can. No, he he was really good. Like I had him his breakthrough year, and um, so he played thirty games, scored seven goals, and assisted five, and he started twenty nine games actually. So almost contributed a goal every other game. Which is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, he, and he he's drafted hundred percent, so everyone has him. Uh, almost eleven points per game, and he had a total of three hundred twenty-seven points last season. But even stats aside, Bournemouth is like a is a well coached team as well. Absolutely. So they're like they're a team that's pretty much stayed around the same. I think they've added a couple. Players. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll check. I know out. they haven't sold many key players, but they've pretty much kept the same core. Eddie Howe is still there, and he looks to still be there as like as their sort of manager for the next couple of years. Oh, they they they. I think they officially signed Solanke. Like I think you're because th- th- right. was, was he was he a was he alone? I think so. My point is. Bournemouth is a good team that's being managed, and they're not just one of those teams that came up and just dropped back down. So I think he's at a team that's going to help him play in a system that sort of suits him the best. Okay. Uh, so, uh, sorry. Shall uh, we go me, next? Yeah, let me just double check on their... They signed Lloyd Kelly. Uh, I, mean, I, I, I don't know if he'll get playing time, but that's basically their only signing. Yeah. Uh, fourth on our list of sleepers is... Very, I'm very excited... And he's actually looked really good last year. So Glenn Murray for Brighton. Legend. Just stayed up. Played every game. 13 goals. And I he's so what? He's averaged 10 points a game. So that's we basically said it was in fan tracks as the pointing system is a little higher. If you look at like this like the world class players in the Prem that are getting 15 plus points, that's kind of your, your decent amount. 15 plus is like a very Oh, I thought you meant, I meant, I meant the 10 plus. We said double digits is basically a solid game. Yeah. So he's averaged 9.9 points a game. So 10. Literally 9.98. So basically averaging 10 points a game. Um, 86% of the teams own him right now in fan tracks, and he's I'm averaged surprised. around 120th uh, ADP. As a, as a backup striker. pretty low. I think he's... Very th- low, actually. I think he's very... I think he's a very underrated backup striker. You just ha- stash him into your bench... And start him whenever one of your strikers are injured or benched. Or if you're in a system that prioritizes midfielders, you can just have him up top. Also, Brighton, uh, I don't know if we talked about this last episode, but they just appointed, well, not just, but they have a new manager in Graham Potter from Swansea. Very attacking-minded. He coached Daniel James. Daniel James broke through. Now he's at Man U. Uh, and Didn't they assign someone else as well? They, they signed Tros- Trossard from Belgium. Yeah, uh, Another pacey guy. Uh, they sold. Uh, well, they sent uh, knockout out on loan to Fulham, and now they're they're, they're having good wingers. Now they're is trying Ki- really hard. And now Izquierdo is going to have a full season. He's very pacey. He had a good first season yeah. two seasons ago, and I think them just crossing it into Glenn Murray it'll be dangerous. And Pascal Gross, who's going to be back. I think the biggest thing for um, them is depending on what happens with Maguire, because then Lewis Dunk is probably out. Lewis the Leicester. Well, that's defense. I I, I know. I'm just saying. This is because we're talking about Brighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Glenn Murray is our fourth sleeper. I think he's just a solid pick Yeah, uh, that will be overlooked given that he's going around the 12th pick. And last of our sleepers, last but not least, we have West Ham player, Argentinian Manuel Lanzini. Uh, last season obviously didn't 
barely played, only played 10 games. Uh, he started, let's see, he started eight games, and he only, yeah, he only started eight games. Uh, only got 95 points last season, but he averaged almost 10 per game. Uh, only got a goal and assist, but he can, uh, he can uh, give you key passes, dribbles completed. He's a nice number 10 to play. And now West Ham, very attacking. They're getting Yarmolenko back from injury last season, who was out basically the entire season. Felipe Anderson has a season under his belt. Him at the 10, and now their new record signing, Sebastian Haller, uh, who's also another good, going to be a good uh, fantasy player. He uh, scored a lot of goals in Frankfurt with him and Jovic. So he also ended the year very well. I'm just looking at the stats. Who, Lanzini? So Lanzini, yeah. So from mid-April to basically the end of the season, he had two goals and one assist. And he averaged 11, 18, and 16 points. So, end of the year. So, basically, the games that he played, he he does pretty well. Again, you just need to. You basically just need to pray him to pray for him to stay fit. Because stay fit, but also to keep sort of have good players around. Because the the, well. the season that so uh, in the 16, 17 season, he had four. Uh, sorry, five hundred twenty points, averaged fifteen points per game. Yeah. So I mean, like that's. Second round material, third he round can, material, he drop numbers. and he's he's averaged to go at ninety four. I think that's super low, considering he's fully fit now and he's been playing preseason. I really like this pick. I love sleepers. Love sleepers. Uh, now we go to the promoted teams. Now the promoted teams. So we wanted to talk about one player per promoted team, uh, and I think with Villa and Norwich. Is pretty obvious. Uh, uh, sh- Norwich, honestly, no, no, no. In the sense that we can identify players very easily. Oh yeah, yeah Sheffield. Yeah. We were stuck between two, and uh, those were the only two. We and I think knew. the only that, that we kind of knew slash could check on some numbers on and see sort of how they perform in the championship last season. Yeah. Um, but the one that we went for is a little controversial, and uh, is a new signing, and that is Ravel Morrison, who, if you don't know. Uh, was obviously on the United Academy reserve team, and then obviously got kicked out because of some off the field issues. Uh, if he plays, if he plays and is a motivated, heads on the ground, big if, big if, I think he can do a couple. Uh, he could, he could be pretty good. But if you're yeah. looking for like a last guy to fill your squad and you just have a slot and you need an extra midfielder, solid. I think he's a solid pick. But like you, you would obviously be you like may a have last to you, round. yeah. But you may need to wait for a bit to see. Yeah. I, I could he could easily be the guy you pick up and then just drop like a month later. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Uh, it was either him or I actually don't even remember the other guy. But let's move on to Norwich. I think Norwich has got a solid, solid team. We just saw yeah they scored ninety three goals uh in the championship, which you thought it was one player. I think <laughs> I don't know why. But they scored 93 goals last season, and they're just adding to their team. There were a few players on our list, and I also have a couple on my watch list. Who are they? I don't want to tell you. I know what you want to do. Uh, but the one guy that I think will have a great season, in terms of, I think this guy will score 10-plus goals, uh, and this is Timu Puki, the Finnish striker for Norwich. And... I th- I don't I think he's actually um pretty high in uh, uh average draft pick I think he's around sixty, uh which is sixth round, uh no sorry I was wrong uh eighty nine, uh but close enough ninety ninety percent drafted him so uh 
I would definitely go for him. Obviously, the, I wouldn't play him the first week. They're against Liverpool at Anfield. Uh, so you don't want Never to. Never It's Norwich. Norwich, Liverpool. You know what that happens. Never know. Uh, so oh I would yeah. go. I, yeah. Incoming. Suarez. Suarez. <laughs> half <laughs> uh, Let's. Uh, uh, I think Pookie's a great pick. Uh, and then last but not least. Do we want to take this? Uh, you can take it. Oh, thanks. Uh, we go with Aston Villa. Captain. Captain Jack Grealish. I love this guy's game. Uh, I'm I'm actually very happy that he stayed. He could have left. Uh, and he's a fighter. Um, a what? Fighter. Oh. Uh, I think I think he'll do good. He's actually higher at average draft pick. Really at 70, high. Seventy-seven. And, and he was in every draft as well. Hundred percent drafted. drafted. Um. He <laughs> said jinx, but um, but uh. Uh yeah, he was uh he was probably the obvious choice. There are a couple others on Aston Villa that are uh they've made made they've made technically ten signings this yeah. season. But they I think it's the only player at least that I'm thinking and I haven't watched a whole lot of Aston Villa in the last year, but uh if they signed Tammy Abraham to a full contract, yeah could have been up there. But I think I would have actually gone with him over I'm saying like he's kind of a, maybe yeah. the one player that I could see uh bumping over him. But I think Jack Rich, given the captain, he's gonna play Pretty much every game. They signed ten players. Jeez. Yeah. Will that backfire like Fulham? <sighs> we shall find out next episode yes. when we do our Premier League predictions. Yes, that's gonna be probably my favorite episode. Uh, and just the last. So I think the last thing we want to talk about um is just a couple tips, tips and tricks and uh, things to anything else starting with T. Tips and tricks, tricks and and Timu Puki. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite position? Uh, sorry, uh, what formation? is your favorite formation? Do I have to say it? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter actually. Uh, doesn't matter. I I love a three five two. Oh yeah, I I obviously don't want to go too many defenders. Um, and I think there's a limited amount of forwards. I think if you have one great striker and one eh. low key striker, like like a McNeil. Yeah. Uh. Like if you have like an Aubameyang and a McNeil, that's sorted. And then you meaning have meaning there aren't even enough good strikers to play three up top. Yeah, unless you, your first three draft unless picks you are have or unless you have like the tenth pick or the eighth the ninth pick to like do back to backs. Right. Also, also, I, I I honestly don't think draft positions like if you're first, I feel like tenth is better than first. I have been I have I um I have been third. I think I've been second before, third before, and I've, but I've been tenth. I'm it, always second to last pick. And the year I was tenth was a lot of fun. I'm always you second really, to last pick. I was eleventh two years. Yeah, you really get a. I I personally want the tenth pick. It would be nice. I think the tenth pick or the fifth, like the fifth pick, just every like middle. Yeah, you're right in the middle. You're just gonna have a good say. But there's a stra- There's a whole strategy between basically being the eighth, ninth, I, or tenth. So yeah, I would go with the three five two. Um. You have a lot of midfielders available. Uh, they can score. They can assist. They can defend. They can get a clean sheet. You get a clean sheet bonus. You can get a win bonus. I think there are a lot of midfielders that you can put in a three-five-two, and then you just stat. Uh, you just go with a couple big defenders and a couple big forwards, and you're sorted. Also with goalkeepers, uh, Allison was the top goalkeeper last season, and his average draft pick is around sixties. So I wouldn't go 
uh, I wouldn't pick a goalkeeper very early. Like I wouldn't pick one until the fifth round, in my opinion. Uh, they even don't, that's early. Yeah, even that's pretty early. Uh, but they don't give that many points. I think Allison was just under three hundred. Uh, they give around. I, I actually Allison. I think like seven points a game, seven eight points. Yeah, a game. the 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 highest. Uh, like the average uh points. Uh, for a goalkeeper last season was actually wasn't Allison. It was Loris at seven point six. So that's not fantastic, but yeah, I yeah. So don't take a goalkeeper too early, but it would be nice to have a top goalkeeper. My uh my preferred formation is I've done a couple. I've done three five two. I. But I always found it was like it's a. L- I I like three four three, I think it's a mm. pretty good balance of you can get a lot of good defender. You can get basically focus on a couple good defenders so those have a good uh, base from the from the points that come there like clean sheet bonuses. Um, but I like to go as sort of attack minded as possible and just get as many points on the board, given yeah. that the majority of the points come from attack minded midfielders and forwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so which is why I like ten because I could probably. Either get like two forwards or like a, f- a forward in the midfield, like a marquee forward in the midfielder to sort of start building the team from there. Yeah. Um. And I usually pick goalkeepers around the eighth, ninth pick, and it kind of goes mm. like whenever everyone else starts picking them. Yeah. I kind of don't want to be the first guy, but I also want to make sure that I get, and especially with this year, you get things like, uh, win bonuses, and because if you think about it, like let's say half your team wins. Okay. You can get like five point six points, right? Like this. Oh just yeah, yeah, yeah. So my point is that I think from prior years, anyone you just needed a goalie that played, right? Because even if they were on like a relegated, like a bottom, like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, like any like team that's like bottom half of the bottom of the of the bottom of the table, you yeah. could just pick up like saves and the odd clean sheet. But right. saves actually brought you a lot of points because they were that team was so weak. Mm-hmm. But this year you're looking at catches, clearances, uh, key passes, punches, yeah. uh, and wins, wins, and then obviously clean sheets as well. So I think it's just I'm I'm always around the eighth or ninth pick for for goalkeepers. But again, once everyone starts picking them, you go ahead. Yeah, and I oh, I would love to have a player. I love to have players that. Like I, w- I want as many good United players as possible. Like I would love to have, obviously Shaw, De Gea, and I'm giving too much information <laughs> at this point. <laughs> this is Wamba a very Saka. oh my god. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Um, what was that thing he did that you were like just like he, drooling over? He he ran. He tracked back for literally like forty yards, and then basically like did some like hook slide tackle and he it went back for a throw in but like the track back like the work he did to track back and win yeah. that tackle was just like and then the other guy like fell on top of him and it was just like a beautiful <laughs> you love sight. to see it you love to see it uh what else do we need to talk about um, uh waivers waivers it depends on how your i think it depends it's two things one is th- it depends on how your league is set up some teams do uh, reverse draft pick and then they just set that for the year. So if I'm 10th, I get the first waiver pick. Yeah. Uh, which is super OP, I think. 
you get back-to-back picks throughout the draft, and then you <laughs> also get the first waiver. That, that happened to me our last time we did Toga. I, I had No, the, I was 10th. You were, I was yeah, 12th. I you were 11th. I know, but you took Aurier in, in the summer transfer window, and then I, w- I kept mine until, and January. I, until January, and then I got Aubameyang when he joined. Yeah, that's also a good strategy is holding out. So it, so basically, some, some some leagues will do uh, reverse draft pick, and then those are set for the year, and then some team some leagues will do... Reverse standing. Reverse standing week to week. So you're basically, as the weeks go on, your waiver could change. And that's just to help the players that are in the bottom half of the table pick some good players up while they're, the players are still on waiver wire. Yeesh. Um, I like reverse draft pick because that way there's some strategy behind it and you can hold. I disagree because getting the 10th pick isn't a disadvantage in my opinion, whereas getting the 10th o- waiver pick is a disadvantage. That's just my opinion. I I don't I don't it's like I don't hate it, but what are we what are we I'm doing? pretty neutral. I think we're doing um I think standing order. I think we're doing oh, are we? I'm not sure. I forgot what we did. I'm kind of Either neutral. way. I'm kind of yeah. neutral. But the waivers are really like I think I on a, on an average season I see like a handful of good waivers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chosen. Uh the cases where you get like a couple players that no one really saw coming like playing really well and you want to pick them up as a waiver. Um, so you're guaranteed them, but then also uh, holding out till January, I think is also a key place. Yeah. You have to, to use hold them. them. Uh, yes, I did see. I just didn't care. Uh, that's, I think it. So what's up next? We're going to do a, uh, so next, uh, I don't know exactly full, when we're going to do table, it, but we're going to do a full table prediction. I think that's basically what we're going to do. Um, maybe, go through last transfers, and then the week after, the Premier League starts. Thank goodness. Uh, awesome. Yeah, this was fun. This was fun. I'm really excited. Yeah, I think our, our draft is, I think, a week from today. Yeah, it is. It is a week from today. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, I think... Uh, no, I'm really happy. I'm really excited to use fan tracks and uh, RIP Toga. Yeah, that it feels bad, but I'm really excited. I think this is better. Just because we added our own, yeah, and it's also and uh, the starting point was the Toga stats. So I'm really excited. I cannot wait because last season, like the players, it that, was so bad. Yeah, we were honestly after the first month we were bored, and now people are going to be in it. Like the the last time we did Toga, we were in it till the last game week, and I think it will oh, be yeah. the same oh, this yeah, season. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, which one is it? I don't know. The volume has been on. Oh, uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right. So, uh, yep. Next time we'll see you. We'll do the Premier League predictions. Yeah. Cannot wait. All right. See you.